Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Johara Tundok and Cavan. Discover the all-new Renault Arcana at Blackstone Motors that comes with a five-year warranty. Call us now to arrange a test drive or visit blackstonemotors.ie for more details. Welcome, welcome to a brand new week of Late Lunch. Great to have you with us on the show this afternoon. Hope you had a nice weekend. Well, it wasn't bad overall, was it? Got my jab, got my booster job on Saturday. Delighted to get it. And in the Fairways Hotel in Dundalk, there were just so many people arriving, coming and going for the jab. It was like a military operation. It was grand in the evening. Yesterday it was a bit iffy yesterday. Felt a little bit fluey or that type of thing with it. But the old Panadol and water did the trick and I'm back to full throttle this afternoon I have to say but I encourage anybody who's called to get it and get it soon because it is needed as protection wanes and the booster does the trick. Coming up on the show today Tom and Jerry are my artists of the week. Yes they are and we'll hear about it. They are my artists of the week believe it or believe it not. Alison O'Reilly is joining us ahead of an RT documentary about the two mother and baby homes. Uh, We'll be talking about the Christmas pudding. Have you mixed yours? Have you got it ready? Is it maturing nicely already? You should be making them round now. We're going to hear from the experts on the show today. And we launch our best Christmas pudding in the Northeast competition this afternoon on Late Lunch. Dave and Alan is with us as well. Healthcare, it's expensive, isn't it? It really is. But there's a new way of purchasing healthcare. And David's going to tell us all about it. And if you want to get in touch with us on the show... Don't forget the usual numbers. 086-1800-658 is our WhatsApp or text number. 1850-715-958 if you'd like to call in. Now, let me context what we're going to chat about for the next while on the show. Many of you, and I have to say many of you, get in touch with us from time to time asking about people who have cures for ailments. And it's quite a regular thing here on Late Lunch. It really is. And today we start with a woman who has the cure. She has the cure for shingles and whooping cough. And I'm delighted to say hello to her again. Anne O'Connor, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for joining me on the show again today. And I wanted to ask you this about yourself. How have you the cure? How does it come to you and when did you find out you had this uh, ability? Well, I, first of all, uh, my name was Anne O'Connor and I didn't change my name. I I, I married another AOC, Aidan O'Connor. And uh, then there was a family downtown which had the same initial, like, it's unusual to, for people like, you know, to marry the same name Mm. and initial. And uh, there was a couple downtown, older folk, and I met her one day in the town and she said to me, do you know you have the cure for shingles? And I said, "Um, I didn't, but anyhow, she told me what to do. So then they... Well, the husband passed away and then she she wasn't, the family didn't want her seeing anyone. So uh, she said to me, what, could she refer people uh, to me? So I have people from near and far and sometimes, it's, so it's fine. But, you know, you just kind of put your faith and trust in everyone that they'll be genuine when they come to the house and all that, uh, looking for the cure. And Anne, the, the lady you met had a similar situation that her name she was married to someone of the same name with the same initials yes correct yes and she informed you this so you didn't know at that stage that you had this no no i didn't until i 
Well, somebody did say to me, but now, if I had married, uh, you know, Michael O'Connor, we'll say, and changed the initial, I, it wouldn't, you wouldn't have the cure. But just because I married the same name as I was AOC and I married AOC, that's how come. Isn't that just now unbelievable? I, I have to say, this is this is news to me for sure. And, and tell me this... Um, for it to manifest itself, did you have to find out from that other lady who's obviously passed on at this stage what the process was? Yes, yes. She met me one day and told me what to do. And, uh, like, she was still the known person in Navin at the time. Mm. And uh, she was doing it. But then, as I say, her husband passed away and she got old and the family didn't want her so, uh, to do it. So she actually said, could she refer people that came to her on to me? So I... I picked it up, took yeah. it up from there onwards. So I have people from far and near, oh my God, every part of the, the county and country. <laughs> yes, and and tell me this um, uh, uh, about it. You know that process you talk about, can you tell us about that or is that precious to you that you keep to yourself? Ah, uh, no, no, no. Well, you just, you see, a shingles, it's normally a kind of like a monthly, it, it takes about a four weeks like you're all form a week before you know you have shingles then they're on you for a week and then it takes a week for they to go off you but they just come to me and I just do a little thing and say a little prayer over them and get them to say prayers for nine days and within the nine or twelve or fourteen days they're completely cured the rash dries up and it's completely cured and you've been 100% successful absolutely yes but no no um I can honestly say no treat no um visit that I had from anyone didn't uh, fa- that fa- didn't fail that is incredible and and obviously it has to manifest on the body it is a type of a rash isn't it that can oh, it can be anywhere from the top of your head to the sole of your foot and it can be in like little bunches you know mm. And it's oh. very painful, I believe. Oh, yes, I, yes, I believe so. Thank God I haven't got, never got them myself. So you've never had to actually self-administer <laughs> no. it. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? How does the whooping cough tie in with this? Is, uh, you know, you've both. Yes, uh, I, I don't know. I was just told about the whooping cough. What I do is I have to butter a piece of bread and bite off the slice of bread and then the child bites off your bite of the bread, a uh, brown bread. Mm. And that's it? Mm-hmm. They come three times, and like shingles, they have to come three times to me as well. So within the three, well, the same thing, like, you know, within the nine days, they're cured of the shingles, and the same with hoop and cough. So three visits it takes. So you butter brown bread, you take a bite, and when you take that bite, you give that to the child. They must bite from that bite you of bite bread. Bite off my bite, yes. And that's it? That's it. Is there prayer involved in this one? Well, yes. Well, I do say a little prayer over them as I'm doing it. Do you believe that spiritual intervention is crucial in both? Oh, absolutely, yes. And belief is most important in any cure. So you've got to arrive to you and believe in it. That's the key. Yes, correct. And all over the country, they come from everywhere to you for both. Yes. Well, uh, Hoop and cough, not that much. Because mm. I don't think there's a lot of hoop and cough. Well, About, maybe yeah. with, at the moment mm. with children having coughs and that, yes. probably there is a bit of. Uh, but it, you'd know a hoop and co- you'd know the hoop and cough. But mm. shingles, uh, yeah, and especially around um, exam time, like you know, you'd have students coming because they say it's when your body is in a little bit of pressure, you know, mm. and uh, you have to try and it it builds up in your body. So the only way you can get out is through shingles. The stress manifests itself on the body yeah. and it is painful. No, no, you are AOC, as you said, married to AOC and to Aidan. Have you, have you passed it on or do you intend passing it on or do you know anybody else in the same situation as you with those names? No, I don't think I actually can pass it on because it has to be, it has to be the, you know, like we'll say if, if Margaret Brown had it, we'll say she'd have to marry um, a Michael Brown. Do you know that sort of a way? Mm. And is it guaranteed, do you think, when the oh. two names are the same? Well, it's supposed to be now. 
there are, I, I'm not so sure, but people do say, uh, you know, well, such a one would be married to the same name, but like like Anne O'Connor, Aidan O'Connor, or Michael O'Connor, but it wouldn't be that I wouldn't have the cure if I, was, if I, if, if I didn't marry the same initial. Yes. No, yeah. I, I know this isn't your full time. This is something that's just a gift you have and, yeah. and uh, you work with. At times, are you inundated with people coming to you? Well, sometimes it can, especially at the weekend when you're trying to think, oh my God, have I somebody calling today? Or you might be wanting to have a little lie on on the Saturday morning and next the doorbell rings, you know. But you just, you know, you just keep keep it up. Um, do you know of, uh, you're in this business, and I, I'm sure you do. Are, are there others that have cures? Because I've just, listened. I've just got a question here. Hi, Jerry. I enjoy your show very much, but unfortunately I'm not able to listen in due to work. I'm listening today, though, and I am amazed. I was wondering, does that lady know of anyone who has the cure for warts? I'm sorry to put you on the spot with this. It's just come in. Right. Warts? Um, no, did you ever hear of anybody for that? No, it's just an aside listening to you now at the moment. No? Right. Um, well, there was a lady up on on the Commons Road, but I'm not so sure whether she's doing it now or not. Yes. I don't want mentioning I, I know, I know when you're not sure. Mm-hmm. I know that. But there are people, in a general sense to that listener, there are people who have that cure, you'd say, for warts. Well, yeah. Yes, yes. Well, there is a list of, na- of uh, names with uh, for cures. Now, actually... Um, it's hard enough to get, but you see, you don't know. A few of the people could be <laughs> R.I.P. Mm, like, yes, yes, and we need to be careful with that as well. But yeah. you can look it up. I, I know what you're saying, Anne. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a potential list there to that listener. And if we look at if, if there's anybody listening to us today, so we have a few people listening in, Anne, you know yourself. Right, uh, right. If, if there's anyone listening in, can help us with that. Do you know of anyone who has the cure for the warts? You might let us know. 086 1800 658. That's 086 1800 658 by WhatsApp or text or you can call in on 1857 Is this a business or is it a gift that you oh, No, you no, give? it's not a business. I don't, take a, I don't take anything from myself at all. No, no. It's not a business. It's just something that was, you know, what would you say, um, from I got married and that. No, I don't. It's not. Mm. not classes. I yes. don't take anything. If people leave a donation where I do is at Christmas I give to anonymous to a few, several charities. Yes, yes, and I'm sure people are very grateful when you help them. I'd say you get more than money. I, well, I get an odd <laughs> bottle of wine or a bottle of chocolate, <laughs> or, a bottle of chocolate or something like that. <laughs> uh, and I'd say you do more than the odd one, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, my God Almighty, uh, that's uh, just, it's so special, so it is. It really is to have a gift like that. It really is indeed. And you're so kind. I know this from uh, people who've been to you and you're very generous uh, with your time as well. They're looking for your number. Can we give out your number? Oh, yes, yes, no can, can I give out your number, the number yes. we're talking about? Yes. Anne O'Connor. Okay, here it is for you folks and I'll take my time reading it. Anne O'Connor's number is 046 90 That's 046 90 221 and we have that number here if you didn't get a chance to get it we'll give it to you off 185715958 it's a privilege isn't it it's special to have something like this Anne oh, well <laughs> I'd say at times at times you might feel it's a bloody scourge as well <laughs> when you're in on dating I know I know I know I know but look at it is special and lovely to talk to you today and I thank you for taking our call Anne Thank you very much. Thanks. Take bye-bye. care. Thank bye-bye. 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 That's Anne O'Connor. As I said to you, we get people in touch with us here regularly on Late Lunch looking for this, and Shingles is an absolute blaggard. Thank God in my lifetime I've never, but I've spoken to people who suffer from it, and it is really, really painful. Anne O'Connor again, one more time, our number 04690. 28221 and you know our familiar numbers we'll pass it on to you if you give us a shout on the show isn't it incredible Louise to have a gift like that it really is to be just you know find out about it in the first hand and then to have it you know that it is yours it's incredible yeah, the war- now I'm just thinking on. you know what I'm just thinking as I speak to you did you tell me you went to somebody with warts or is that in my mind somewhere in the past no I did I did about two years ago now I think my son was absolutely covered in warts on his hands and his feet and we tried you know we went to the 
the, to the chemist yes. and tried the stuff, didn't work. Went back to the chemist, they said you probably have to go to the doctor to get it burned off. And like he was covered. And somebody told me of a man in Navin who was fantastic. And we just tipped around to him one day and um, he just said, right, how many warts have you? And we counted them. And he said, okay, here's, I think he gave like 10 cent or 5 cent or something. And he said, just stop on the way home and turn your back and throw it behind you like something like that. Um, Within, I'd say, now he had a load. So Mm. about a month and a half, all gone, never came back. Isn't that something? uh, That just came to my mind there as I was speaking to Anne. I only remembered that you'd said to me this in the past. Listen to this. Anne O'Connor cured my dad's shingles, says a listener today. There is also an amazing elderly lady on the Commons Road that Anne mentioned Mm -hmm. there in Navin that cures warts and did so for my mother. If you want the details, I'll pass them on to you. Give us a shout. Thanks indeed for getting in touch with us about that. So Anne was on the ball there. There is somebody with that cure in Navin too. What about the cure? Have people in your area got it? We'd love to hear from you this afternoon on the show. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me. Or if you'd like to call in, it's 1850-715-958. Louise, you explain this to me, will you? Newtown Graveyard in Trim and the cure for warts. What's that all about? Oh, there's, um, seemingly there's uh, two graves side by side in Trim. They call it locally known as, I could be wrong, the jealous couple. Okay. And what you do, and again, I could be wrong. So what you do is you bring a pin if you have warts, you bring a pin to this grave and you leave the pin there. Uh, I think there's there's hundreds of pins seemingly. And as the pin rusts, your mm. warts go. Oh, oh, yeah, because uh, Lily's been on to say the jealous man and woman in Newtown Graveyard and Trim for the cure for warts. Yeah. So that's what you do. You just leave the pin there. I, as far as I know, you don't pick up any pin and bring it home with you. You just okay. leave the new pin there and as it rusts, your warts go. Okay, that's interesting. God, they're flying into us here mm. with suggestions of people who have the cure and what they can uh, uh, treat or deal with. Um, migraines, there's somebody, I suffer terribly from migraines, Jerry. I've tried everything. There's hardly anyone has a cure, is there, for migraine? Is there anybody can help? It's a shocking problem as yeah. well. If you know of anyone who has a cure for migraine or anything else, let us know. 086 1800 658 by WhatsApp or text 1850 like to call in. I'm going to come back to this in a wee while on the show, but just to tell you, coming up after two, healthcare, some people have it, lucky us that do, and I do have it, I have to say. Others can't afford it, and others just put away a few, Bob, uh, from time to time to cover off a a health emergency. But there is a new way. It's called Let's Buy Healthcare. You'll want to hear about it. David Allen tells us more after two on the show. But Headington News and Weather at Two. It's 40 years ago since they released The Visitors in November 1981. They were my featured artists of the week uh, a few weeks back. Bjorn, Benny, Agneta and Annafried. Who am I talking about? ABBA. They're back with a brand new album called Voyage, released in recent days. I love it, I have to say. And the single released in conjunction with the release of the album is Just a Notion. 2021, they're back. It's ABBA, just for you. I don't have to remind you, healthcare is expensive and private healthcare, well, there was a time during uh, the crash and afterwards, I remember on this show speaking about it, people uh, gave up their policies in droves. They couldn't afford it and many have not gone back, to be honest with you. Uh, I have it myself. I have to put my cards on the table for sure and wouldn't be without it. Others put money by as well into credit unions or savings accounts and they have it there for a rainy day. But there's a new kid in the block on the block. It's called Let's Buy Healthcare. And I'm delighted to say I'm joined by its founder and managing director, David Allen. Good afternoon, David. Uh, good afternoon, Jerry. It's a long time since I've been called a, a new kid on the block. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad I gave you a little lift this afternoon. Sure. What's I feel much better now. <laughs> Good man yourself. And, you know, there's nothing better than an owl smile and a laugh, actually, to yeah, lift the yeah, spirits yeah. on a grey November afternoon. Anyway, David, will you tell our listeners and myself, what's this all about? What, what differentiates you, let me say first, from, you know, sure. the, the, the sure. purchasing of a policy from one of the big healthcare companies? 
Yeah, well, let's buy healthcare. It, it's a new service for, for people um, who can't afford or don't want private health insurance uh, and also typically are not, are not receiving uh, medical card support. So they're stuck in, in between uh, what's, what's the so-called twilight zone in between those two. Uh, and we've we, we spent the last few years developing a network of GPs, providers, uh, hospitals um, to, to, to help people access uh, med- private health care online in qu- quite simply. So it's, it's, it's click and book. Uh, and uh, particularly over the last the last few months, um, just by word of mouth, actually, we, we've, we've facilitated about 100, more than 100 patients who've had their treatment through Let's Buy Healthcare. And, and the feedback has been has been universally um, positive. So this 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 week, in, in, when we launched, we're, we're launching a, a new product, uh, Healthcare Coins, and it's, it's a voucher-based product, 50 euro each, uh, that can only be used for private healthcare. So you can't use it, say, to fix the boiler or go on holidays. It, it <laughs> must be only used for private healthcare. Mm. Um, and it, it's a very simple, a very simple approach. Um, it's, it's as a people can can buy these 50 euro each and build up uh, in blocks their own family private healthcare fund. And um, what 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 make, makes us different is that um, employers can also contribute uh, to to family funds and receive a tax break. Actually, so they they the employers can pay up to five hundred or gift, I should say, five, up to five hundred euro per employee um, every year uh, in healthcare coins and and help towards um, family healthcare costs. So that's what, that's one of the reasons. Why, that's one thing that that differentiates us from okay. from a DIY fund, so to mm, speak. Mm. What else? What 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 else? What else would it, would how else would I benefit? You know, I'm trying to think as a private healthcare yeah. subscriber myself. What other benefits have you got? Well, I say one one is the employers being yes. being able to to make a contribution. The second thing would be access to our online provider healthcare. We've got a customised network of providers that we've set up specifically for our new private co-op members. Uh, th- thirdly, um, when 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 everybody's funds are, are everybody's healthcare funds will be professionally managed by a, a, a company called ILP Pension Trustees. They're part of the Irish Life Group. And the intent is that that um, be, being there's being strength in numbers, as everybody's healthcare funds is invested and perhaps makes a, a modest return, we will redistribute that back to individuals in the form of, of additional healthcare coins. So it's a not it's, on that basis, the healthcare funds fund is is not for profit in that sense. Mm. The whole it's it's a cooperative um, proposal, uh, community based. Uh, strength in numbers, working together, the, and, and I say that the the uh, the more the more to join, the better. Yeah, and that's what I see in this. You know, of course, the big companies have to make a profit. That's what they're there for, and they have their shareholders sure. and investors, etc. As well, you're going completely as a it's a cooperative, more or less, to say that that you're operating. Absolutely. Yes, yes, and we, we've also got other plans to to involve um, big brand ret- retailers, so that that um, ret- retailers will be able to get involved uh, through loyalty schemes. Mm. If they have brand loyalty schemes. You, you, if you if you pay towards if you have paid a certain amount in a particular store, for example, you will you will receive a benefit. So we, that's a bit. It's a bit. Those are um, plans. They're early stages, but nonetheless, the same principle applies it's strength in numbers it's a collective uh, everybody working together um and, and for for the 20 percent of people uh who, who i say who don't in ireland who don't have health insurance and don't have a medical card uh this this is really for them uh, and, and that's that's a lot of people there's a lot of a lot of people in that category you're not going to risk me 50 euro units that i send to you you know you talk about investing there when people hear investing they go oh, oh you know there's risk in investing no, no. No, sorry. Just to be clear, it's not it's not an investment scheme at all. Yeah. Uh, the the the, purp- the purpose of the, of the fund is to have is to have the funds available to the me- to the members when they need it for healthcare. Absolutely. And and the primary objective, the primary policy agreed with ILP pension trustees is that that's that is the case, and that there is to be um, if it's to be invested at all, it's to be in 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 uh, in very secure, safe. 
uh, investments and earn perhaps a, a modest return. Yeah, it's okay. not an investment. It's, it's yeah, not, it's not. A, it's not an investment scheme. Yeah, yeah. No, that's just you know people will be thinking, oh God, when they hear that word. I just wanted to clarify that. Now explain this to me. Yeah. So at the moment, uh, on my policy from a private healthcare provider, I know what I'm entitled to. I know that I can go to the Beacon or the Matter Private if I need this, that, or the other. If I'm hospitalised, will all that work similarly with with you? Yeah, in fact, our definition of healthcare is going to be very broad. Like, it's not just hospital-based. It's, it's, we're specifically, and we've been working very, very hard with a lot of community-based um, healthcare providers. Uh, typically, health insurers, um, they, they, have, they, they, they provide a particular policy, for, usually for uh, private hospitals and for, mm. for serious stuff. In the end. Whereas we will, in time, of course, as people build up their funds, be be uh, including those type of treatments, but also uh, for the the routine day to day stuff, the, the you know your visits to your GPs for MRIs, for physiotherapy, and and so it's a much broader definition of healthcare. It's 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 really trying to meet the the normal healthcare costs that that people incur and come across in their in their day to day lives. It's specifically for that so that people will have a dedicated fund just for private healthcare. And we think that's going to help for lots of reasons and, and, and perhaps even take a little bit of pressure off the, off the public health system as well. So you are building up a, a cadre of professionals who provide health care that your yes. members will directly have access to. Yes, we, the feedback we've got on, on the phone from people over the last while is that, that, that uh, access is actually a huge problem. People don't understand and don't realise and don't know how to go about going private. Uh, in fact, we've had one or two people on the phone who said that, look, I, I don't have private health insurance. I, I can't go to such and such a private hospital. And in fact, that's not true. Uh, you can. It's just that, that you're, you're up to now, you're on your own. In, in, the, in the industry, you're known as a self-payer. So there's sort of a hint in the name. You're on your own, and and if you want to get value and you want to shop around, it's 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 a bit of a nightmare because you've got to get different parts of the price and make different phone calls and depending on people to, to ring you back and all that stuff. So it, we're trying to cut through all of that and put all these providers in the one on the one portal, and we've asked them to be very clear about where they are, what they do, what their prices are, what their waiting times are, and other information, so that people can see transparently. What, what, what all about this? Uh, the these particular providers and where they say all the information they need. So, am I covered? Is it is it insurance? Is it health insurance in in, no. in a different guise? No, it's not. No, it's, it's very important to say that we're we're not an insurance. Okay, it's not health healthcare insurance. Yet. Okay, no, you, this is your this is your own fund. Okay, everybody's own, and you can have your own family fund or your own individual uh, healthcare fund. I say you can build it up fifty euro blocks. Uh, but it's your your own fund, and nobody else can 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 access that. And and here's the uh, thing: I'm just thinking. Do you know the way I have to pay a renewal policy every year? Do my credits accumulate? So if I don't use anything, please God, I'm healthy, and I want everybody as, as much as can be be healthy. I'm sure that's what we all wish for everybody. But does the fund bill year on year? It does. It does. Yeah. You, you, it's your. It's your fund. Okay. It's your fund. So there's no. There's no. There's okay. no renewal date. Yes. There's, there's no. There's no complicated. There's no yeah. complicated plans. There's no pre-existing rules. There's no age rules. It's your own plan. Fifty euro. It's, it's a. It's a very simple product uh, concept. Fifty euro go. Fifty euro blocks. Only for healthcare. That's the key. It's it, the, the the vouchers are only for healthcare, and they don't have an expiry date, and they never will. Um. So that's that that that's that's the essence of it. Is there tax relief on any of this? Uh, there, there's the funny you mentioned that because we, well, there's a couple of angles on the on tax. What we we started to lobby uh, government and uh, to increase the tax break threshold, the small benefits relief which is given to employers uh, mm. up to five hundred euro per year for uh, vouchers. We're, we're we're suggesting that should be increased to four thousand euro for healthcare vouchers. Uh, so across the board, can get, can across, across the, board. the board, yeah, yeah. not just for businesses, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, four thousand euro just for healthcare account clients. Okay. we're saying that they're, they're, yes, they, they should be they they should should be positively discriminated, uh, um, and also when when people use their uh, their healthcare coin vouchers, they're they're incurring expenditure. Uh, that won't be uh, reimbursed from any other source, so they should receive tax relief 
uh, at the point of, of expenditure. Listener wants but to know, that, is, that, dental, that, is dental cover included? Uh, yes, the plan is to include dental cover, opt- opt- uh, opticians, uh, chiropractory, uh, uh, the, the feet stuff. All, all, uh, you say our, our, our definition of healthcare is going to be quite broad. Mm. Now, I will say, and it's important to say, that, that our provider network, we've got about 2,500, I think there are nearly 3,000 treatments and services at the moment and, and over 100 providers. And that sounds, sounds reasonable enough, but it's actually small enough. So our, our provider network was, is, is going to grow um, exponentially in the next um, year or so. So we will be adding all of those extra services um, in, in the next while. Uh, not, they're not there, the, not there at the moment. Mm. But, but I just I said this, this, is, this is new. Yes. So it'll take a, it'll take a while for, for things to bed down and for, for, for providers and patients alike to get used to it mm. so well. And it, it, it beats any day just putting a few bob away each month or, you know, periodically to cover a rainy day fund for healthcare. Well, I think so because particularly if employers get involved, then you're getting, you're getting 500 euro at least gifted uh, by your employer to, to your fund. That's a huge um, benefit. Uh, if we can get retailers involved in the loyalty schemes, that all, that'll also help. Um, and I say access access to the to the uh, online network for, for the private health co-op members will be important. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think it's, it, it, it is different, yeah. Yeah, and it's something I wanted to give an airing to today because, as you said, if you have a medical card at the other end, if you have private health care, there's a huge block in the middle that don't. And this is particularly yeah. tailored, as you said, to, to that group of people. How do people get in touch with you? Uh, just the, the, the website, letsbuyhealthcare.com. Uh, and there's, there's, there's uh, uh, questions and answers there because people have, typically have lots of questions. But we've, we've tried to answer as many as we can. And they're, they're all on the website, letsbuyhealthcare.com. David, wish you well. Thank you for joining me today. Jerry, thanks a million. Thank you. Not a, not at all. Take care of yourself. That's David Allen there from an interesting new concept. It really is. You're going to hear more about it, I'm sure. Let's buy healthcare.com. Back to uh, the cures on late lunch this afternoon. Oh, before we go back to them, let me tell you, Clinton's crisps. Yes, we've been running a giveaway for Clinton's on LMFM Radio's late lunch on the green scene with Eddie and three months supply of crisps. There are a number of listeners munching away at the boxes, I'm sure, as we speak. And uh, we had an overall winner each week. Everybody who entered the Clinton's crisps draw went into the hat and was a 50 euro voucher last week and again uh, the week gone by. And Mairead Gorman, well done to you. Mairead Gorman from Donor, you win the 50 euro shopping voucher courtesy of Clinton's Crisp. Well done to you. We'll be in touch to make the arrangement. And thanks to everybody who entered that competition. Now back to the cures. There's a number of people on to us about sciatica, another thing I believe that is painful. And we do have a name for uh, the sciatica cure. We'll get back to you with that, I promise you. Um, the warts thing again, St. Kieran's Well in Carna Ross, Louise. Uh, somebody on about the well, whatever you do at the well. I've heard that before. Did you I, hear that one? Yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you just. Mm. I'm not too sure. It must be something with the water in the well. Must be something you to know, do with it. You know, maybe you bless yourself with yeah, it or something. Yeah, they say it's there. Imagine. There's an interesting one from Peter in our cat this afternoon. He says he has the cure for warts. He takes a black snail right. and he rubs the snail on the wart and the warts fall off. You know the trail of slime that a snail leaves yeah. behind them. Whether that's the that must be the thing that is there. But he says it certainly works. He's been onto us, uh, and there are a number are they of others. Common black snails. Oh, you, yeah, you find garden, them yeah. round the garden. You oh. know what I mean? They're always there. So they are the, the the nemesis of the gardener, but they have to live as well too. But uh, yeah, I'm sure you can find them in your back garden. That's uh, what he's talking about there. Um, yeah, a sprain. There's somebody. I have a cure for the sprain. Feel free to give out my number. There's no charge. While we're talking I about I got it, a cure for a sprain years ago. Did you? Yeah, yeah. What? My mother. No, no, my mother knows a man in Navin. All right. Years ago when I got that a sprain, it. my ankle, he came up and he said a few prayers and I was And that was fine. it? My late father, oh my Brendan, right, had a cure for the sprain, but it wasn't that he had the cure, and it was Noel Kelly. I'll say hello to Noel today, who reminded me of this when I was playing golf with him recently. Noel said to me, do you remember your dad? I remember, I remember him well, but one thing I do remember he said about him, um, I, he never fished, you know, went fishing. I did. But when I went fishing, he loved, loved the fish I caught on that as well, and we, we, we were glad of them at the time. But I caught some eels, Louise. 
You know eels? Yeah. Eels. Big silver eels and uh, green back and a silver belly. And when we get the eel, he loved to eat them. They were sweet to eat the eels now. Um, but anyway, he'd skin the eel. You had to skin the eel. You know what I mean? Pull the skin mm. off the eel. Mm-hmm. And he dried the skin. He dry, let the skin dry. He'd hang it out in his famous shed that he had everything from a needle to an anchor in. And he'd hang the eel skin in the shed. And if somebody had a sprained wrist or a sprain, they'd come to him. And he'd rehydrate the eel skin, Louise, and wrap it round the wrist. Right. And the eel skin had a very curative effect. It cured the sprain. Wow. Yes, it was a thing he had and Noel reminded me of that recently when I was playing golf with him and thank him. I just remember it now. some chemical in the skin. I don't know what was in the the skin of the eel but there was something in the skin of the eel that absolutely helped with the sprain. It it really, really did. But it's amazing when we we introduced it with Anne at the top of the show and I have to say they love Anne O'Connor. Oh, yeah, they love, you love Anne O'Connor out there. She's helped so many people. She really has uh, with the shingles. But we've got such a response. And, you know, I don't want to read out the names or numbers, Louise. Just because, in case they, yeah, we, we, don't we, want. And, and we thank you. We've got loads of them here giving us people's names and what they have the cures for. And, and we will work on this and passing them on to people who are looking uh, with questions to us for various ailments they're suffering from. But isn't it an amazing thing in 2021, despite all the medical science, science and the brilliant scientific advancements we've had, including the vaccines, um, that the cure, Louise, the, the old still cures, have it and people, and still believe the people in them. yes, with the cures and the belief of them, is really strong. And that's coming across to us today in the show. It really, really and is. And there's people out there who may not know they have that gift because, you know, could be somebody mm. out there married to somebody of the same name, initials, and they may not realise that they... Yes, yes, yes. Anyone help uh, somebody with eczema and another one there for sinus difficulties, big sinus, any of those, if you know of anybody, let us know and we'll pass on uh, the information to the folks who are in touch with us here today because when you're suffering from something like this, must be desperate and if there is a, a cure why wouldn't you go for it you know wouldn't it be it just cost you nothing yeah to try it and we yeah. heard Anne there you know Anne's not looking for and, and there's actually I want to say that a couple of other people who say they can help uh, there's no money involved with these no. people they just accept it as a gift yeah. and they try to help people you know what I mean um, and I think I could be wrong on this but if there's a person out there and they're they never see their father like the father passed away before they were born. Yes. They have the cure of thrush. Oh, really? Mm, seemingly so, yeah. Never heard of that one either. And, and there are some there are people there. There's somebody in nearly straight away. Just you must be telepathic uh, looking to see Jerry. Any chance anyone would have the cure for thrush? So somebody who never saw their dad, is it or their, any parent or is it just the dad? No, I think if they're, you know, the, their dad passed away before they were born. Yes. They have the cure of thrush. Okay. Uh, St Oliver's in Loch Crew, Old Castle, Water for Warts and Veruca, says another listener. It is uh, something that really, really works. You know, there's lots of them mm-hmm. there coming to us. Keep your messages coming to us on late lunch. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text 1850-715-958 if you'd like to call in. I believe I'm going to be the recipient of a little gift. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Is it true? I just forgot it? it today. I forgot it today. What did you I, buy me? I just thought of you uh, out shopping on Saturday. I bought you an egg slicer. Woohoo! <laughs> I have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to take a video now of you working. Oh, it, I you know? will. My first little press down with the egg slicer. God almighty, that was such fun on Friday and the amount of people <laughs> who came back to us and have them. It's incredible. Anyway, coming up on late lunch at the 2.30 today... It's Christmas pudding time. You've got to be making them and we want to crown the best Christmas pudding in the North East on late lunch again this year. And we're going to be talking to two lovely ladies who know all about making fabulous puds. But taking us towards our next break on the show, it's the wonderful Leslie Dowdle. I love this song. I really do. A pudding at Christmas. Oh, there's no doubt about it. It's a simply wonderful thing. Kaylee, lovely to hear from you. My mam cured my son's warts at a well in Dramiskin school. When he was about four or five, he was destroyed all over his hands and chest. He was starting to get them on his face. He washed his hands in the well and they disappeared like magic. Isn't that just fantastic? So there's another spot at the well in Dramiskin school. Kaylee, lovely to hear from you this afternoon on the show. We move on and Anne McVeigh put me in mind 
of what's going on in the kitchens of the northeast and beyond that this time because I spotted uh, in the last day or so that she was mixing puddings at home and involving all the family. So it just was as good a time as any today to launch the best Christmas pudding in the northeast competition for 2021. And the closing date is Friday, December the 17th. Do you think that's far away? It's only about five weeks at this stage, so we're giving you plenty of time. Anne is on the line, but first, read it daily, our 2019 winner. I'm going to have a quick word with her. Hello, Rita. Hello, Jerry. How are you? I'm really good. Are you making this year again? Or have you made? I haven't made yet. No, I'm about to start now, uh, this week. Are you? And how many will you do? Well, last year I've done about 20 different people on that. 20, Rita? (laughs) And I think they're all still living. I'm sure they are and living well, to be honest with you. Anyway, 20 puddings is a hell of a haul. How long you spend days, I take, making 20, do you? Oh, yeah, it's a thing to do. I do three, three a day. Three per day, so it's a full week of making in the daily household. And what's your what's your modus operandi? Tell us, you make up the mix, do you leave it to rest? What do you? How do you, how do you actually make them? I do, yes, yes. I, I make it uh, say that day and uh, I leave it overnight. Mm. Over and leave it overnight to rest, and then the next morning, uh, just uh, grease your pudding bowls and put your mix in. Um, your saucepan, a pot, and um, boil it for six hours. Boil and boil. It's like a sauna, is it? If you looked at your house and you see the windows, you'd think there might be something funny going on in there, would you? Oh, yeah, the water running down the walls. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, the steam that comes off them is not so you boil them you put them into the thing you you, you tie them with the, with the, the twine and, and foil oh, on yes. the top yes yes to seal oh, them yes and yeah. about six hours and when they come out you let them cool and what do you do then out of the bowls and wrap them tightly is it in the greaseproof paper and that and put them away uh, I leave them overnight yeah in the bowl okay and then take them out the next morning and of course I pierce them with um, a knife or whatever and Pour another bit of whiskey down it, Jerry. Oh, you know, fantastic. Electric, you know. Yeah, you haven't the radio on there in the background, have you, no? I just want to... Yeah, I have it. <laughs> I'm hearing you in stereo. You hear yeah, yourself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hear me, set in stereo too. And anyway, um, so that's the way you, you work and then yeah, you and then leave them... Yeah, wrap them up in the... Yeah, yeah. proof paper and, and tin file and that and... Store them. Store them then and that's it. And take them out at Christmas. Do you reheat them or just go with them as they are? Yeah, just go with it. You can heat, heat them if you want or fry yeah. them. Yeah. Fry oh, a piece of the pan, that's um, nice and it's a custard. Oh, will you stop, Jeepers? <laughs> I'm salivating here even thinking about it. What's the secret in, tell me this, if you were to say one thing, do you use much alcohol in your puds? Yeah, I use it. Well, I use a bottle of Guinness and um, some whiskey. Lovely. So that really um, does add to the to the lasting. So you could keep them for a few years. Lots of fruit. Yeah. Well, I then I if I don't, you know, like usually I usually freeze them anyway. So I have them then me later on during the year. You know what I mean? You could freeze yeah. them for at least twelve months anyway. You know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. just take them out again and they're grand. Jesus Christ. It's Christmas every day in the daily household. The kind of pudding all year round. Do you put many cherries? And I'm trying to remember your pudding when you sent it into us. Are you a cherry person? Oh, cherries. Oh, God, yes. Yes, yes. Oh, Rita. I like the cherries in the, in the, in the pudding, yes. Listen, if you're listening today and you're thinking of entering this year, put a cherry in for me. I'm only joking. We taste all comers, no matter what's in them. But I like oh, a yeah. cherry myself in the pudding, I have to say. Yes, no, I always do the cherry. I like the cherries in the pudding mm. there as well, yes. So she's uh, doing another 20 this year for friends and family. Well, I don't know, but sure, we'll have a go. <laughs> Stay, <laughs> there a a <laughs> Stay there a minute. Anne McVeigh is listening intently. Hello again, Anne. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm very good. Well, you put me in mind of this, to be honest, which you might have slipped me mind only for I saw you talking about the mixing. This is a real family tradition, Anne, in your home. Oh, 100%, Jerry. To- totally. And every every bowl of pudding mix is just full of, of family and memories and everything. Yeah, it's, it's a really important thing to do every year. 
I think I think if nobody even ate them, I think I'd probably still just make them just for <laughs> just because I have to make them. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like it's like the start of Christmas, the first week in November. Yes. Get out, get the ingredients, have it, have it. You know, we were like on mission pudding. We all went up to um, the supermarket on the Sunday. Oh, sorry, on Friday evening, and got all the stuff and. Uh, and just so it was going to happen yesterday, and that was just mm. that was just it. Yeah, so it is. It's it's a real traditional thing to do. It, it is with you, and you involve. Yeah. You know, you've always involved many people in the mixing of it. Children now, yeah. grandchildren. Yeah. That's important to you. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, actually the 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 funny part of it was my, my son moved home earlier on in the year. He was living in Berlin. He'd, he's actually been gone between Berlin and, and Dublin. He's been gone for nearly eight years. But uh, he has gone over to Berlin for work at the weekend and Clara, my youngest, said, I can't believe, ma'am, that you finally have him home to mix the pudding and you're still FaceTiming him to mix the pudding because he seems <laughs> to do it the weekend. He's not here, you know. <laughs> oh, video called yesterday morning saying, I'm mixing the pudding. Make your wish. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Isn't that just something else? You're using yeah. the modern technology yeah. to yeah. make an old tradition happen and, and involve everybody. And I take it, unlike Rita, who a machine when it comes to Christmas puddings. You wouldn't be making 20, would you? I I have 12 at the moment. Have I, you? I, think, I do, yeah. I have 12, yeah. Like Risa, I have a lot of people, I have a lot of people that I give puddings to as, as okay. presents. Right. You know, so, and then there's, pe- there's people that, that, um, that I give them to because because I know they love them and, and because uh, because they deserve them. You know, there's yes. a couple of people out there who do a lot of work in our community and I enjoy... Christmas week popping over to the house and, and just giving to them as a little kind of thank you for everything that they, you know, all the, all the unsung heroes here in the town, you know, so um, You're so it's good. It's great to be able it's great to be able to do that for people, you know but mm. as I said, it's just, I, I love to put it on Facebook and I, and I put it on Draw How to Down Memory Lane I started doing that a few years ago um, because, you know, there's so so many Draw How to People all, all over the world you know, and, and yeah. they're on Draw How to Down Memory Lane and I, I think it's nice to remind them of of this tradition as well. And, and you know, I think people enjoy it. Yes. And I give them a wish, and I, and I and I mix all those wishes up in in my pudding, you know, and uh, and hope I hope they come true for people. Mm. You know? And yeah. uh, you continue a, a, a lovely tradition, and you involve people from from near or far. Just like Rita, I, I take al- I take an alcohol. You have to put a little bit of the fire water and that in to preserve uh. it. Jerry, I'm listening to Reese there, and I'm feeling like I should be going to AA meetings for the amount of alcohol that goes into my pudding because I soak my fruit tonight before, and a little bit of everything. There's brandy and rum and whiskey and right. oh, there could be anything in it. And I read it. Nigella Lawson does a pudding that has vodka in it, so so we throw a little bit of vodka in for the mix now. So my fruit is absolutely soaked. I remember years ago, actually, there was somebody who used to make a pudding for somebody and he would always come out and say, I've a dry old thing. So you can never, ever accuse my puddings of ever being dry, ever. I, I just see it. <laughs> Certificate 18 on the top of the pudding just to let everybody know know what's going on. And again, like Rita, lots of fruit and mix them, gather them of everything in there. That's exactly it. Throw the whole lot in and give it a good old stir and, and the same thing I do mine. I, I'd love to be able to do it in the cloth. I've never done a cloth pudding. I might mm. try that next year mm. but um, they, they just go into the, the pudding bowls and get in and there's actually I had I had three done yesterday I fell asleep on the couch last night waiting for them to be ready to take it I took them out groggily at about half eleven last night I'm three on the go at the moment and they are going to come out and three more are going to go in now at, at three o'clock it's all about the trees there you so, go yeah. we're in the so middle yeah. of an actual pudding making in the McVeigh household live on late lunch today. That is fantastic. Live steaming on late lunch. Rita, Rita, what about this McVeigh one and all that stuff that goes in? I'm telling you. You'd need the props there to keep you up and eat them, wouldn't you? <laughs> but you know, Rita, it is a tradition, obviously, you love too. Oh, and as yeah. you say, you have people who love to receive a pudding because not everybody, you know, has the wherewithal or they don't make them. But to receive the gift of a pudding must be just something special. And okay. and the best Christmas pudding in the Northeast 2019, Rita Daly. <laughs> Rita, you have to you have to go for it again, Rita. Rita, you have to go for it again. Oh, definitely, Jerry. And Anne, you'll have to send in a little piece of yours as well or whatever. I'll have, I'll have to be getting tips off Rita now at this stage. Maybe I'll have to put oh, a little in it, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, good on you. But, oh, the cloth, just before I go, Rita, did you ever do a cloth one that Anne was mentioning there? 
No. Yeah. No, I never done the cloth one, no. Yes, that's, and Anne has an ambition. I used to remember my mam many years ago did a cloth pudding for a few years, but then she reverted to the bowl the way you two do it. Do you know what I mean? In yeah, the bowl and right. steaming right. steaming it as well. But uh, there you go. Anyway, what do you love with a piece of pudding? You mentioned fried, Rita. What's your favourite way to eat pudding? Do you like it with custard, with ice cream, with cream, with brandy butter, what? Uh, custard and cream, yeah, no problem. Oh, top of the pops. Anne, what about you? Oh, it has to be a bit of custard. Oh, yeah, definitely, yes. definitely. Top of the pot. Ah, God almighty, it's going to fly in now at this stage. Just a little over five weeks. Folks, the yeah. girls are at their puddings. They're making them. Would you make one too and send it in to us? Yes, the best Christmas pudding in the Northeast. Closing date, Friday, December the 17th. It's about five weeks away. Get cracking. Thank you both. You've really put the goo on me today. Pudding, bring <laughs> it on. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care of yourselves. That's Rita Daly there, previous winner, and the wonderful Anne McVeigh working away on the puddings at the moment get cracking do keep the date in mind we get a great entry every year from all over the northeast and beyond and we want to crown and name the best christmas pudding in the northeast again this year on late lunch all puddings in by friday december 17th we'll be reminding you about that as we get nearer to the date Anton McCabe has been on to us. Thank you, Anton. About migraine. And, you know, we had a couple of people asking, is there somebody with a cure for migraine? Anton has passed us on the information of somebody who has. It's helped him and other people as well. And we'll link you up if you've asked us that question. I promise you. Thanks, Anton, for sending us that information for sure. Jerry, just a little tip. Um, I boiled three puddings out in the garage on a barbecue. There you go, in the garage. Steam up the garage, use the barbecue to boil the puds. Coming up at late lunch after three, Alison O'Reilly talks to us about a new documentary on the mother and baby homes. And you'll hear all about my artists of the week, Tom and Jerry. But taking us there, before news, sport and weather, it's the fine young cannibals. Now, time for my Artist of the Week this week. And my Artist of the Week this week met while at school and uh, they lived in the borough of Queens in New York City. This is back, I'm talking about, in the 1950s. And from the get-go, their voices harmonised perfectly. And they began writing songs together, which they released as teenagers under the name, as I said to you, my Artist of the Week, Tom and Jerry. Yes, in 1957, they had a minor hit with their first single called Hey Schoolgirl. But they also continued to perform as solo artists as their education continued at university. One of them actually was studying architecture and the other English. They came together again after the late 50s and that in 1963 under a new name, Kane and Gar, when they were spotted by Columbia Records at an open mic night in Greenwich Village in New York. And they signed them immediately, Columbia, and released a three-track EP under their final incarnation as... Simon and Garfunkel. Yes, they're my artists of the week this week. The EP, that EP didn't sell too well. And for a time, the boys went their separate ways again, with Paul Simon, Simon moving to the UK and Art Garfunkel staying stateside. Both again doing their own thing. However, this was key to their emergence. In 1965, Dick Summer, a late-night DJ on a popular Boston radio station, began playing a track from that 1964 recording, which was subsequently picked up and played widely right across the USA. And by January 1996, it had reached number one in the USA. And Simon and Garfunkel were on their way to international stardom. Here it is. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence Silence. Isn't it beautiful? All these years later, 
It's fantastic. Simon and Garfunkel, my artists of the week this week. More about them in words and song on late lunch round about this time tomorrow. Oh, they were absolutely terrific. And as I said there, uh, the harmonies in their voices are something else to behold. And they've been featured recently on BBC Four, wonderful documentary. They played Central Park in New York in 1981 when the park was just down and out, on its knees, riddled with crime, etc. And it was jammed for that concert. And all monies raised went towards the restoration of Central Park in New York. And that was the climb back for the park. And the boys were instrumental in that. Two New Yorkers themselves, of course, uh, from uh, the Borough of Queens. Late lunch, LMFM Radio. Final break of the afternoon. And after the break, I'm joined by Alice O'Reilly. Yes, she sits in this seat when I'm away. The reversal of roles today but she's talking to me about a new TV documentary tomorrow night uh, tied in with the whole story which she broke uh, about the tune babies. The Missing Children tells the extraordinary and moving stories of some of the children who survived life at the tune mother and baby home in Ireland and it will broadcast tomorrow evening at 10.15 on RTE1 and the woman who broke the story has spoken about it subsequently joins me on the line. You know her well from late lunch. Journalist, author and broadcaster Alison O'Reilly. Alison, hello again. Oh, hiya, Jerry. Thanks very much for having me back on. I'm delighted to be talking to you. Not at all. You're usually sitting in this seat talking to other people, so it's a little <laughs> bit surreal today when I'm not here, but there you go. Anyway, listen, this story, of course, uh, runs and runs and goes on. What do you feel being involved in the making of this programme does this bring to the equation with the survivors? It's just another important story, Jerry. As I said to you when I sat down with you there in 2018 with this story after I'd written the book, I had said to you, we just have to keep highlighting it. And we've moved on a bit now, and the main focus is trying to get the legislation to excavate the tomb site. Now, I still don't know to this day why we need legislation to open that grave, but this seems to be the thing that's causing the government to drag their heels. There's 796 children believed to be buried in a septic tank in Tume. That's the story that exploded in 2014, and here we are, 2021, still going on about it. The grave is neither open, there seems to be uh, legislation in order to open it, and yet the human rights of these children, who, who are actually entitled under law to an identity, are just being breached all over the place, and their families wait with bated breath for the government to take the, the next step. But also, Jerry, in the meantime, everyone's getting older. Mm, that is so true. So it's another push down this road to try and uh, open up uh, the, the resting place of these poor unfortunates, as you said, 796 of them there, and to move this story on and, and give them what they're entitled to. The children, though, uh, who are spoken to in this uh, particular programme, the missing children, are very important because they are actually survivors. They can vouch for what life was like there. Absolutely, yeah. This is a documentary that focuses on the tomb home, which is which is the story that exploded around the world in 2014, and we're focusing solely on that. And uh, in this program, we do, of course, speak to children who were adopted out to America, and mm. one of them in particular, Michael Byrne, will tell you that uh, you know he was born in tomb, he was moved to Dublin, and he stayed in Temple Hill uh, Orphanage, which is a renowned, controversial orphanage there, and uh, he had. Um, a disability and as a result of that he said he felt like Oliver Twist always standing with the hand out hoping that someone would adopt him because he was passed over every time. It was absolutely dreadful to hear his story but he'll tell you that in years later he uncovered that his parents had been paying huge amounts of money to the church in the aftermath and uh, including selling their shares. Uh, in order to to adopt them. Um, And I suppose in many ways, Jerry, you know, a lot of these adoptive parents, they had money. There was a lot of American wealthy families there. But, I mean... You can't really blame them. I, I believe that, you know, desperation drove a lot of people to do this, which, again, I don't believe is the right reason to adopt a child. However, a lot of uh, families were desperate to adopt and they came to Ireland because they knew. Mm. They knew they'd get the child there. Mm. But also the church took advantage of that and told them, well, this is the way it is. Funds and donations, which is absolutely appalling when it comes to the transition of a child who's being placed with a family. There should be nothing like that involved. You can only imagine, uh, I can and I'm sure you can too, the shock at discovering that you have been adopted and that you have actually living relatives in Ireland. 
Absolutely. And, you know, these are the adoptees that have actually been told they're adopted. Remember, a lot of children were illegally adopted and uh, they had their birth certs replaced with another birth cert claiming that their adoptive parents were actually their biological family. So there are still hundreds of people around the world who don't know that they're actually adopted. So for the ones that do know, um, you know, they want their basic human rights and that is their identity, to know who they are, where they came from, their roots. Your childhood stays with you forever. And to have that fractured, you know, you will carry that with you for the rest of your life. And these people just want to know who they are. You've seen it, of course, being part of it, and it has been aired, hasn't it, already on ITV? It's been out there, yeah. It was yeah. out on ITV last night. Yeah. Uh, it's out in America today on uh, Amazon, and it'll be on RTE tomorrow night. So a lot of people who have Virgin and stuff can't get ITV, so you'll yes. be able to watch it on RTE tomorrow night. For you, you know, who's been involved uh, centrally in this story since it broke and subsequently, when, when, when you look at it, how do you feel? Like, do you feel that it's going to achieve, you know, as you said there, to move this story on, to bring closure, finality for people? Well, I think, Jerry, I don't mind if people are doing a vigil in West Street in Drogheda or Navin or, you know, a Hollywood movie like Liam Neeson is, is doing now in relation to the chewing babies. I don't mind what people do as long as it keeps the story out there because it's pressure. It's pressure all the time. So for us to have America... Um, the UK and Irish channels mm. involved in this. Of course, it brings massive exposure. And again, it's, it's really publicity that helps change things. I mean, that's why I became a journalist, to help change things. And when you've got somebody like Boy George tweeting about it last night, that brings more shame on yes. the Irish government. And all we want is to move it along. So I'm always frustrated with it, Jerry. No matter how good the programme is, I'm frustrated that those children are still lying in a septic tank all these years later. When you think about Ireland today and how it's changed, Alison, for the better, you know what I mean? For the better. But this legacy is a stain that must really be dealt with. As you say before, it's too late. Well, Jerry, you see, what people seem to think, and, and, and I, I've come across this quite a bit, well, that was then. Mm. Things are different now. You have to remember that... This is a generational story and it has a ripple effect through an entire family. So you could have a great-grandmother and their great-grandchild today who feels the effects of that. So by extension, it does ripple through the family and it does upset families. So you cannot say that it's a past story and we need it. It it has affected the generations to come. And, you know, again, as I said to you before, you know, we have a child protection system today and we all need to be hands on deck with that too. And the regulators and everybody need to be keeping an eye on the child protection system today while it has improved greatly. There are still things happening and we don't want another mother and baby home report in 20 years time. No, because uh, 20 years' time is too far away, it's too late, and uh, time moves on, Tempest Fugit, as they say. Anyway, tomorrow night, RTE one ten fifteen. Alison. That's right, The Missing Children. I hope everyone will watch because it is a hugely, hugely important story. And these survivors need your support. That is the message today. Well done to you again. Uh, Let's hope that uh, what you wish for and which many, many people in this country and beyond hope for happens sooner rather than later. We'll all be watching. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks very much, Jerry. And Jerry, just very quickly, I never said congratulations on your recent Imro. Well done to you and Louise. Brilliant, brilliant work. Thank you so much for your kind words. I really appreciate them. Talk to you soon. Take care, Alison. Bye bye. Bye bye. That's Alison O'Reilly there tomorrow night. Uh, the Missing Children, RT1. It won't be easy viewing, I promise you, but well worth uh, putting it in your diary to watch tomorrow evening, 10.15 RTE1. That's a lot on late lunch for this first day of the week, uh, this 8th day of November. Coming up on tomorrow's show, yes, he was centre stage yesterday at the Loud Senior County Final. Father Derek Ryan took charge of proceedings. So, were the boys more respectful of a man of the cloth? We're going to find out on the show tomorrow. Also, Tony Conlon is with us. He's reviewing the brilliant Kia EV6 all-electric car. It's actually sensational and everybody's waxing lyrical about it. And we're talking about the migration to electric cars in general. And more besides, of course, on the show. Eddie Caffrey's ready to roll with the drive next. Stay with us here on LMFM Radio for some wonderful music and lots more besides. But we'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, with Late Lunch from Half One. See you then. 
The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drada Dundalkin Cabin. Let Blackstone Motors find the perfect car for you. With over 300 cars to choose from, we have the biggest selection of pre-owned cars in Drada Dundalkin Cabin. Low APR and zero deposit packages available. See blackstonemotors.ie for more details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.